Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, my sister and co-host, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so this is my key to ask, hey, Tom, how how was your day? We were venting about this in the... There are just days... In the pre-show, if you will. I'm going to just say it one more time. There are days when you yourself hit all your to-do list. You hit... You hit do your thi- marks. I went... I said this before. and I, I, I worked out this morning. I've been so good about working out before I start work. I, like, had my nice, like, me time this morning with my coffee. I was productive at work. Mm. And everyone around me, everyone around me just decided mm. that I didn't... I wasn't going to get to have a good day today. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And this is not including kicks. She keeps thinking I'm talking about her, but I'm not, I promise. I actually don't. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but we are here and uh we're dealing with some schedule. <laughs> some scheduling things are happening, so we're pushing some guests around. So it is going to just be kicks and and myself today, which some say is a cultural reset. <laughs> you know, it's such a reset. We also haven't done it in a long time. No, we actually haven't done it. Well, we do it on the Patreon, but we haven't done it yeah, on the main pod since like we started the pod. Like not the first episode, but the first, like in the beginning when there was weeks when we were still not fig- knowing how to book people. So speaking of pod, how many episodes have we done? Um, I'm like, when is our yeah, hundred? Have we no, passed No, no, no. I can tell you. I put it in. Every- okay. <laughs> Once again, I laugh. And well, I'm happy to edit the pod, book the guests, run all the admin things, um, uh, book ad placements. Um, I'm happy to pitch for your consideration for your consideration for pod awards. I'm happy to do all of that myself. But one of the things in my job here at this podcast that you might not know about is when I publish the episodes, I have to put what the episode number is so I know exactly where we are. <laughs> so it's just funny when you're like, I wonder. How many episodes we got? <laughs> like, well, I know. Uh, I think uh, 76, I think was the last one, or 77. Okay. This is either the 77th or 78th. Okay, we're getting there. Yeah, in about 10 weeks, we'll be there. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Which honestly might be kind of the round, like around the time we started. So I feel like that's a good arc. For well, us. not to like, intrude on like your math skills but there are 52 weeks in a year and times two is 104 so it would end (laughs) and we do two ups a week so it would land around that area (laughs) so not only has tom had a bad day he's projecting so that's i'm not projecting you know you know (laughs) my sincerest like love language is is um berating people it's also just you and I. So ladies and gentlemen and theys, you're going to hear it all because <laughs> there's no holding back. No, there's no holding back. We're not going to be um, tied to pleasing a guest. And you know what? what I hope is that people listen to this and be like, I don't need guests. Because <laughs> guess what? <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to book guests. <laughs> I, if, <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. I know. Kick says it daily. She's like, God, I wish I didn't have to book so many guests. <laughs> no we we love all of our guests um yes we do but and you we... know what speaking of guests though i would like to say if there is anyone that you are like why why haven't they been on the pod now granted there are people that you might say that, that we have asked and they have not responded but if there is someone Oprah. that you would be <laughs> beyonce 
There's Kenya a name Moore. I want to say so bad. I don't know why she was the next person Who'd I thought. Say? I said Oprah, Beyonce, Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore. No, Kenya Moore went beyond. No, there was a name I wanted to say so bad that I won't because I'm not here to bring other people down. You know who I'm talking about. There's certain okay. someone who doesn't respond to our inquiries. Mm, I do. <laughs> I'll let, I, I like leaving some things out of the chat because it lets the listeners run amok. Yeah. With their thoughts. And that's what we love. We love the d- dumpster divas. And guess what? If you're a listener and you're like, are they talking about me? No, because this person doesn't listen <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> So something that happened that I want to talk about so bad right now, but I can't really because we have a, Mm. so this episode comes out on Sunday. Um, and no, no, but my point is I want to talk about it on the episode that's going to come. We're recording this on Wednesday, but there's an episode that's going to come out before this one. That's more topical. And there, I really want to dive into my appearance on watch what happens live. And by appearance, I mean in the audience. I my my boss today. She was she was like, "How was the taping of Watch What Happens Live?" And I was like, "It was great." She was like, "What like what what did you and Andy talk about?" And I go, "What?" Maybe <laughs> like, no. I'm like, I'm I'm honestly flattered that you think I'm flattered. That like, yeah, I would be a guest on Watch What Happens Live, but Mama, we're not there yet, Mama. Sweet baby, no, no. <laughs> It's like, are you on crack? Like, they have, like, Meryl Streep on there, and then they're going to have, like, Dumpster Dive Pod co-host Tom Hamlet. Yeah, so. No, I I was not. Although, you know, in her defense, I have asked Jackie Goldschneider a question on Watch Happens Live. Yeah, so. No, I was on with Sutton, which, if you're listening to this, you've already heard me break down all my tea on on being there. But, um, yeah. There was something else I wanted to talk about that was non-pod related. I can't remember. Well, before we Mm. jump into our bachelor chat, um, we got to read a review. We haven't done it. We didn't, I don't think we did it last week at all. We miss, we miss y'all's reviews and here we are to bring you another one. Um, so this, so once again, we read five star reviews before we jump into our recaps here on dumpster dive. Uh, and please rate five stars. We were bumped down to a 4.9 rating, which makes me believe more than one of you have rated one star. Um, but if you listen, which once again, I'll say this again, if you're an actual listener, you know that we say five stars and even if it's bad, we'll read it, just rate it five stars. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you are like, well, I'm going to go rate it one star cause I don't like them. That just means you're either like not a good listener or you're just a dick <laughs> or you're just not a listener at all, which actually is kind of iconic that we would have trolls. Yeah. Which there is a troll we have. There's which we a read troll we read her trolling. in Pig Latin her name is pronounced Indele. <laughs> Indele Ogaye or okay. <laughs> I don't think she's a return listener, so she if she be. is, welcome. I, I'm happy you stuck around. The liberal <laughs> chats are gonna continue though. <laughs> um no, so we do want to read a review. Uh, we have a fabulous one to read today. And we're up to 117 reviews. I feel like that's good. Amazing. Right? Thank you guys so much for rating, reviewing, subscribing, yeah. supporting. We yeah. love it so much. So this review comes from Mad Mads 28 uh, And the title of the review is Love. Five stars. My mom and I audibly crackle every time we listen to your show. Love it all. I gag for a mom-daughter duo. Love that. 
I hope they're listening to this and they just do like a high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, I, I, I don't know who Mad's mom is. Matt, I'm assuming it's a Maddie or a Madison. Madison. I know a Madison, but I, it's not her. A listener Hopefully. of the pod and friend of mine is named Madison, who I went to watch Friends Live with, but I don't think that's her. Um, because I don't think her mom listens to this stuff. <laughs> but shout out to mom-daughter duos. Bring bring families into this, you know? It is sometimes a family affair. It is. Which actually, we will be hopefully having some uh, an appearance on our Patreon uh, from our parents coming up pretty soon. Um, which, before we jump into Batch Nation, I just want to do a little Patreon plug. We are about to jump into... Our coverage of America's Next Top Model season four, which um, is the iconic season of uh, "We Were Rooting for You." We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Mm-hmm. So we're skipping one, two, this- and three. Yes, we're skipping one. <laughs> no, I know. I was okay. Keep going. Thank you. So yeah, I was going to say we're skipping the start of it just because one, two, and three are are also iconic, but four seems just the right place to start because there is a lot. That happens. Yes, and and we are not t- we're not going to be covering every season of A and T M. We're just no. we're do- this is our next season <laughs> of Origins of Reality Television. So if you're yes. a new listener, we always ask our guests what made them a dumpster diva. So this is like answers to the question that we're bringing to the Patreon. Um, hopefully, we'll have you know I would like to do a simple life coverage at some point if we can find mm-hmm. it somewhere. Um, what are some other things that came up? I think it would be good to watch maybe a the, challenge season. We've the been getting challenge, out, yeah. the OC was something that recently not, people have. Not the OC. The OC is a scripted television series. Laguna Beach. God, I get all that shit mixed yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. Also, I think it would be worth a watch to jump into like a season one of Housewives, like a OC, a Orange County season one or something like mm-hmm. that. I know Monty mm-hmm. was doing that on her Patreon, but um, yeah. So, uh, follow that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and, uh, we will be back with, um, just us channel things, bachelor season. What, what season number is this? Jesus. 30, Um, too many. 38 episode (laughs) two. Uh, we'll be back in one second. Okay. And we are back, uh, with just each other. Hello. Hi. Um, we're here to talk Bachelor, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, every time we start Bachelor, I'm always like, I like this show. And then I always yeah, have, because like, I, I had a good time. Oh my God. What an explosive episode. I will <laughs> so say. So explosive. Okay. Shut the fuck up. And for Bachelor, it is. I feel like we've Thank said you. that before. I, I just had deja vu of you saying that about an episode of Bachelor. You know what kicks? I just realized. The last time you and I did this was that time when we didn't record. Oh, my God. So the last time Kix and I did just the two of us was when <laughs> we recorded a half of a full recap of The Bachelor. and We were like 45 minutes in. And did not press the record button. So that was the last time we did this. Happy we've learned some things since then. Come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's explosive for underlying... Um, in parentheses, a bachelor at episode. I was, um, after the first episode, I was like, okay, I never like the bachelorette as much as I like the bachelor usually. 
Tayshia's season was an exception just because like there's not always that much interesting things going on in the house because it's like men right and I know that's a little bit like sexist to say is that sexist yeah kind of not really okay because I think that just women are more I think women are more interesting period so same yeah and so like the first episode was like wow what a lot of hot guys that have nothing to share (laughs) um but however we really got to know a lot of these men I would say a lot of there's only a couple guys that I don't have any clue who they are. Yeah, I feel like I know them. And I think if they weren't, I feel like if we don't know them, they're probably just going home because we, you know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah. feel like there are some people there that so we didn't So off get. the top, the, there's, I'm looking at, so I'm looking at the list of guys and pictures. The, there is literally like two guys on this whole list that are still there that I'm like, I am not, you're not getting any screen time. Like David from Nashville, um, He's one, and I would also say Andrew M. is another one. But most of these guys are bringing the drama. Andrew M. was there a little bit. He was, like, reading date cards and stuff. David. Who's David? Oh, David. David was my first impression, Rose, too. I thought he was so cute. He was just, like, in the background of some scenes. I don't know why. Yeah, I think that he might go home because he's not getting a lot of screen time. But everyone else is. I think that Katie is into... Uh, dopey men <laughs> like the two like front runners here are greg and um connor who are both like yeah literally could play dopey and like snow white on broadway <laughs> I, I, both of them i think that she's not into like conventionally like hot beefy right. dude like because what's, like, what's the artist name that she, no, no oh, not the artist the really tall guy not the artist the one that thomas oh, Thomas. His name does not match his personality. He's literally the size of a door. He's so tall. <laughs> I that that is gonna go down in flames. Yeah, because they have a lot of sexual tension, but not personality tension, which yeah. are the worst relationships. Mm. Because you convince yourself you like them because the sex is fire, and then you realize you're like, oh my god, I don't get along I'm not with sure them. I've at ever all. been in something like that. I don't think I have either, but I, (laughs) (laughs) um, no. So the top of the episode, something that shocked me was like the boys get to their quote unquote house. And I'm like, well, where the fuck were we last night? Yeah. It's different. They like, they like did a house reveal. And I was like, wait, what? Like, why were we at a, why were we at a hotel? And now we're at a house. Do you notice that? That was so weird to me. Maybe they're just in a different part of this huge place. No, but they were like, we can finally like get to our home and there's our bet. Like there was like a whole moment of like, we've arrived at our new location. And it's like, where, where have we been? Oh my God. I forgot that was that. Like I just assumed in my brain of thinking about this episode. That was these, that was the first episode. Well, I know we film like through the night, obviously, but, um, we like there's no way that they look so fresh faced and they had still come from the cocktail party. You know what I mean? Like they didn't just like hop in the car and head head to the new house. Like they definitely had to like take a moment to like shower or something. What I will say though, on that note is that like the first episode, I think they did so much better 
than most of the first episodes. I also, they weren't going home when it was light outside like they usually do. Maybe it's because the, when the time of year when they're filming, who the fuck cares? But like, I feel like they ran through things pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah maybe. Well, you know, once again, we should get Connor on the pod. I can pull my, we used to work together and see if he can talk. Mm, yeah. um, so we get our first date card and we right out of the bat get like a red flag with Carl. Carl, who is the motivational speaker, Carl. So Carl with a K. Carl with a K. That's where I was. I was like, he's not on the. So Carl with a K gave me bad vibes from day one. There's also no Carl with a C, to be clear. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Carl with a K gave me bad vibes from day one. And then all the guys are like, this is weird. Because he like, he was approaching like the first date. Like it was a competition. And granted, the show is a competition. But like, it's still a date. Like he was just like, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Like, like. I, I don't know. Um, but but they they get to the... And, okay, also, all of the scenes leading up to the date, like, Virgin? What's his name again? Virgin? Mm. Virgin, Virgin... Virgin Mary. Mike, Mike, Mike the Virgin. <gasps> oh, my God. I was about to say Mike. So, okay. Mike the Virgin is... I'll say it again. Needs something. He needs either... A dick, a vagina, a Xanax, a glass of vodka. He is so wired. Like he's no, I I can see the he's like wound up. Yeah, he's like on a state of like three cold brews minimum. Like I'm like you need to (laughs) relax. Like see he okay. I was nervous. I'm not here for him. For her, I don't think they're going to. I think he's gonna go decently far because he's in some promos but like he's not i was concerned about the date which we'll get into a second but he's not as like open and like in your face yeah about his like religion and his preferences of saving himself for marriage you know and that's what I do appreciate that because there's people that have been on the shows before that like are really intense about it and I think Mm -hmm. that so far I'm not mad so far I'm not mad as well he just is so like I don't think that everyone who's who saves themselves is gay I don't think that I'm not I'm not saying he is gay but I just don't think he knows everything about himself. Like there, no. Like, and what like, you are, what you are trying to say is that there's things that you can't really keep. You can't be in touch with yourself fully if you haven't fully experienced some like life shit. But and then I'm mad some at him because I'm like, like masturbating. Some of that's like having right. sex. Some of that's even just looking at another person naked. Like you know, and yeah. like maybe. You don't know what you want in a person when you haven't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I see what you mean. There's just like, yeah. It's hard. Rambling. To watch. Um, So we get to the date and Heather McDonald is here. I've talked about her before. I I don't, I don't, I I don't have a beef with her. I just, she's, she, (laughs) She said something. What an iconic person to have beef with if you did. 
She's she's like a, has one of the biggest podcasts, so I don't want to like create like a, a huge beef. No, with I'm that, just but saying like, it's no, by iconic. I mean, it's incredibly random. No, I talked about this on Taria's podcast about her, didn't I? Wasn't that where we talked about it about mm-hmm. how she did that interview with Kim Zolciak and they were just both like going on? And I used to be a listener of Juicy Scoop, like literally looked forward to it every week, like loved it, and um. There was an episode where her and Kim Zolciak like went in on um, Zendaya for getting mad at Julia Ranzik for saying that she smelled like a patchouli. Ew, I do not. And, oh, I and, remember we talked about this. And, and I literally was like, I have, I have to turn this episode off. Like, I'm like, this is yeah. not okay. Yeah, like, like hey, Hev, like, that is um, a racist like they were, thing to say. They were saying things like, well, she did look like she'd smell like patchouli. And I'm like, <gasps> what? So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and she's okay. she's just a little too friendly with all of the OC women for me to trust in her beliefs in this world. She's also, uh, she's professional. She'll never so hear this, like, so I don't really don't care that we're talking about her. Honestly, <laughs> I hope she does. But wait, did you, do you notice that I wrote this down? I couldn't, I don't know who prompted him to say this, but one of the men, they were like, Heather McDonald's here. I mean, she is like, well known for sex. And I was like, that's literally that's not, like, that's not no. her platform at all. That reminds me so much of every episode of drag race. When the guest judge is someone like not super well known. When yes. they all look at each other like, Oh my God. Right. I mean, Heather McDonald's known by women and gay men. So like no one here knows who the fuck she is. Yeah. No. And I, yeah, I was obs- I used to be obsessed with her too when she was on Chelsea. Um, okay, Chelsea what, lately. What I will say, the only person that I think who would know who she was was Trey because that man is just like I love Trey. He wasn't in this episode enough. I know, and I say that because not that I think he's a gay man. I just think he's like knows more than everyone else. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> and he's in touch. Yeah, he's he's one of the men that I love so much because they don't. They're, they don't care about her being so sex positive, which I want to bring up again. We talked about this last week with Nor, but like, I cannot handle how much they're like, this is the craziest season of all time because we have someone who likes sex. I'm like, no, what see, they, they kind of, I don't really think it's from my eyeballs. I'm not really seeing that it's that like big of a deal. with the guys because like what i'm seeing is that of course the the first date is like this makes sense that they're doing something like this because it's like her brand of the series right sure however i think they kind of stopped doing like making it all about sex after caitlin's season because and i guess hannah too but caitlin's season was like the first time in all maybe ever that she someone a, a female had sex with their contestants like before the um whatchamacallit it was like overnight dates that we know of on, of course yeah. yeah and so everyone was like oh my god what a fucking scandal right and then heather uh hannah brown was like had sex with peter in a windmill which was like iconic because she 
said something pretty iconic afterwards about it. So, you know, I, do, I'm you don't think it's it, weird that they keep talking about how her, her, how this woman is so sex positive and she's a revolutionary and she's like, never, she's like the only woman of all time to have been sex positive. Maybe I'm watching it with one ear closed because I'm not really reading it like that. Like the I know that, again, I know this whole day, I know this whole day was about sex and the I men think it was on this episode. Sex. We're like, we're like, I've never been with someone like who likes sex like she does. I'm like, what do you, you, that, that, what do you mean? If that's the case, then the then, women you are with are just like scared of you and not yeah, speak, say, uh, allowed to speak to their mind or they're lying to keep you happy and faking orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I can't. It's like sex positivity. Like it's, it's so base to me. I'm like, crazy it's, it's not such a, because it's not a big deal. But it's like sex positivity shouldn't even be a thing because it's like we should all be that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like not. It should. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like a phrase that just. I think about this on Roni as well. I'm like, I'm like, what does this mean? Like, like Ramon is having more sex than anyone, and she doesn't understand. Yeah, because she's like trying to portray a virginal Republican. Like, right. <laughs> but I think that. I think it's like a generational thing because it's clear that a lot of these men don't care, but like on Roni, they care because Ramona's a hundred and like she (laughs) back in the day wasn't allowed to talk about sex. Right. And you know, well, so what they have to do is they have to do this. Like it's weird. It's, it's, Kind of a game, but then it's not. The they've really jumped ship on rules. Cause I remember in Matt James' season they had that obstacle course that meant nothing. <laughs> they were like in squirrel outfits and then he just like picked a random girl to like go on the date. <laughs> like doesn't make any sense. So, which I'm honestly down they're for. They're running fucking they're I, running out of ideas. Which we'll get to the one on the one on one dates in this because I could not. Tom. What? You I'm upset. The one-on-one date was fucking amazing. No, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. What's wrong with you? Okay. We'll get to it. You'll understand what I'm saying in a second. Okay. So, so they have to just answer all these sex things. They ask, they're asking them what their favorite position is when the last time they had sex. They're doing all this literally just to bait Mike into like coming out as a virgin, which I felt to be very mean. And I understand why he was very nervous. I thought it was incredibly mean. Now, (laughs) two, two people said things that, now I don't remember who said what, but they had to say their favorite position. And one of the positions was wheelbarrow. Are you familiar with what that is? Is that like mm-hmm. a woman is on her hands and they're holding yeah. them and fucking them yeah, from so behind? It's like a, it's like a, but the woman is sounds, okay. herself. So I'm going to preface this with sounds like a lot of fucking work, but Have I know what it? it is. No. Okay. So instead of doggy, the guy just picks up your legs and you wrap them around him. Or okay. he just holds them. So you're like on your hands yeah, like you're or doing on literally your literally a, a wheelbarrow race. Yes, but you don't necessarily have to literally be on your palms. I'm sure you could be on like your arms, like a plank. Just they like just pick up your We're making women do too much work. Welcome to the 21st, 20th, 1800, <laughs> 1600 BC century. Sure, sure. But now my second, my second position that I want to kind of unpack a little bit is when, when a man says. When a man his, loves a woman. When a man says his favorite position is reverse cowgirl, what I think is he just doesn't want to look at her. Because I'm like, why would, no. why would he want? 
because a woman, he likes ass. A top. That's why. His but but like you get a better ass view from like from like doggy, don't you think? It's the same view. I'm just laughing because like 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 just reverse cowgirl just feels like so lazy on the man's part. They just okay. lay there and the girl just Let she's me- like, I want you to ride He's like, I want you to ride me, but please don't look at me. (laughs) Okay, let me, mom and dad, I want you to skip over this part and the part that I just talked about. Okay, so I think what guys like about reverse cowgirl Mm -hmm. is that you see literal ass on your dick. I understand. I've had gay sex. Now, what I'm going to say is it's the same visual as like... Right. It's just but the I man would say, has to do so the work. So I would say that as someone who was in a straight relationship for many years, huh. guys do a lot of work in heterosexual sex. Oh, yeah. So I think that there is times when they just kind of want to lay there and do nothing. I, I, I you don't. Also, okay, no. You also, the way that the Vayang works is like the location that the head of the penis is in. Again, I, mom and I dad, get, I get the love that. of God, not listen to this. No, I understand. It, it, the, the spot. Yes, I understand. Guess what? I have a prostate. I understand. Like, they're different. <laughs> and everyone's insides are shaped differently. So I'm saying, it's, no, but you're misunderstanding only- what I'm saying. I, if a girl says that's my favorite position, because that's what gets her off, work. What I don't like is a guy being like, that's my favorite position, because yeah, it's such an inactive position. I mean, it's this. And this, by the way, it was, it all really makes sense that Courtney with the Q, that was his favorite position. <laughs> I'm literally looking, he's <laughs> on my screen right now. Um, um, okay, well, let's move on. Um, so. No, I just, the last thing I want to say is that if someone said missionary, then that's when I have a problem. Yeah, but I don't mind missionary. As a gay man, both the top and the bottom have to work in missionary, I find. It's just a little in a heterosexual P in the V. It's a little basic. It's a good jumping off point. <laughs> Great. <laughs> now, so after the sex stuff, then it's essentially like a talent show. I don't understand this 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 game they're playing at all. There's no points. I don't get it. But something happens that if you listen to this podcast and you've had have been for a long time, you know I have a huge problem with people who bring musical instruments into spaces. Okay, and while Connor <laughs> is seem seemingly very nice, and once again I do sort of know him, which I'm just gonna say forever because I think it's funny because I barely know him. I I it's like me knowing Trevin. What was that guy's name? Antasia. No, I've like corresponded with him though. Oh yeah, that guy I didn't know yeah. at all. Connor plays the guitar and it's just you know I, the, the, the song was so cute though and i did think he should have won same that's what I was, I was gonna defend him why am i just defending men today yeah should you're I like that men down? you can lay there men you cannot work hard <laughs> <laughs> now we get carl with the oh you're not gonna let me defend him <laughs> no because what i i just def- no you said you were going to defend him and then i and then i ended up telling you that i thought he should win <laughs> Yes, yes. What's there yes. to defend? Carl does bo- bombs stand up. I fucking hate him. There's nothing worse. And this he is has, coming. There's something about there's something about motivational speakers that yes. I'm like, you have this 
big dick wannabe energy. Like you want to have big dick energy and it's reading like the opposite. There's someone I want to drag so bad. No, drag them off recording. Oh my God. I'm in a saucy mood today. (laughs) I want you to think, I want you to think, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) Don't say it. I'm I'm not going to say it. There's someone who, uh, there's someone who inhibits very similar, um, attributes um to this carl with a k that i just it just came to me to me brain <laughs> to me brain <laughs> um no so carl bombs because here's the thing with motivational speakers they actually suck. i think that motivational <laughs> speakers if if, the, if you f- feel like you can help people in that way work love it people life coaches that they need to exist people need therapy and things yeah. like that now what i will say is just because you're a motivation <laughs> just because like a a rectangle, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Okay, so a motivational speaker, just because you inhibit lots of things that are similar to a stand-up comedian, that does not mean you are one. <laughs> now this is coming from someone who has a podcast, so I understand. I understand that that too could oh be applied God. there, but <laughs> can and is. But right here we are. But ding ding. So yeah, he's not. He's just not funny. Um, and oh, then, I just freaking hate him. We, and there's something about him being 34 that I think he's like insecure about everyone else being 18. And, and he's had a like, little talks in the forehead that doesn't. Okay, I like would that. have fucking Botox too if I was going on national TV. I Here know. I am defending men again. I know, but does he <laughs> get ages him? He feels older to me, like with the talks in his forehead. Because I'm almost... I'm, not the I'm, talk. 34 is not far from me today, and I don't think I look like his age at all. Do you think so? <laughs> I just did that to get to rise out of I don't know. I, I don't think so, but um, sound off in the comments. Uh, so we get Mike who reads... I re- Like, I felt so bad for him. He really read such a sweet... That takes a lot of balls oh, to, to read yeah. all that stuff publicly really, in front of everyone. I, so I was hoping... And hoping that he would have taken her off stage to read this to her. Yeah. Just because it was such an, I found that so intimate and that essentially he, spoiler alert, won the challenge, but I found that so intimate and so genuine. I just wish it was private. Obviously billions of people are watching this fucking show on TV, but like I, yeah. And I think he, I think I don't wish I wish Connor won, but yeah, I wish Connor. My won heart too, but... broke a little bit because I know that that was something that he talked about wanting to share with her privately mm-hmm. and in a safe space, right. not in front of like Caitlin and Tasha. And embar- like it's not embarrassing, but it's just like it's something so personal that you don't want to like have to do that in front of everyone, right? Because it. it because people will try to embarrass you. Not that it's embarrassing to Mike. I think what he's worried, well, he's insecure. I think insecure. it is embarrassing to him. No, and I, yeah, I think it's more insecure. That's the problem. Well, Mike has an iconic quote where he says, I won at a sex positive event like this. <laughs> it's like, kind what? of sweet. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like him. I'm just like, I wish him all of the best in a relationship that's not with Katie. Maybe with Colton. I think they would really hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
okay, speaking of Colton, did we see that yes. he was like his Amazon Am- Prime Pride box? I can't. I'm like, thank God we have another blonde white man. The like pride- representing the gay community. Okay, so let's. I do. I do want to talk about those for a second. So Colton, um, who we all know, who was the Bachelor and then recently came out, posted his. <laughs> he's doing a partnership a partnership with Amazon for Pride, which it's like it's not that it's not that like you can't like be gay. Like it's not like the year you come out you can't celebrate Pride. I obviously want right. him to like celebrate that he's finally who he is. But the Pride box is as follows. We have white sneakers. Very gay. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Gay. We all have them. Um Bo's headset, which let's just go into something. The gays, Jim Gay. The gay, no, but the gays are wearing Beats or AirPods. Where the gays, oh, Bose, Bose, like oh, baby, circa two thousand and three. That's a straight dad on an airplane. And then, okay, and then once again, he has a cute one. He has like a cute Adidas Pride um, fanny pack. That's that's in. I like that. Okay. And to wrap his Pride pack up, this is my favorite part. Did you have this ready to go? You put this up. I was DMing you. with Carrie about it earlier. Oh, okay. Um, a. Polaroid camera. No, 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 no. You just polo, period. No, a Polaroid camera. Oh, what thought you said polo. No, a Polaroid <laughs> camera. I'm like, are we at a bachelorette party? What are we doing? A bridal shower? No, that's like 2012 gay box. Like the Polaroid comes out at the Christmas party. It does not come out at the pride. No, no one at the gay bar wants you taking Polaroids of them. Okay. Yeah. With one eye pointing here and one eye pointing there after 10 vodka sodas on Pride Weekend. <laughs> one more me, one eye closed. Or that, yeah. <laughs> With red wine stain and 100 degree weather on my lips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so something weird, once again, about this competition that's not a competition is Mike it's wins, a- but it doesn't get him anything. <laughs> he doesn't okay. He doesn't get a date. He doesn't get a rose. He just... Gets to go to the cocktail party that everyone else gets to go to. I I can't begin to understand the rules of this. But the first date at their cocktail hour is Connor. And Connor's Uh. like, I want to redeem my kiss because I had paws on (laughs) on week one. And whiskers. And so she's like, yeah, let's do it. And (laughs) he manhandles her hair like I've never seen. The second kiss was worse than the fucking first one. He looks like he's gonna crush her skull. He it was like a it reminded me of like a high school kiss where you like hit each other's faces really hard because you don't really know what you're doing. His dick is rock hard at that point. You can tell. He's like one kiss away from jizzing, he's tucking him, it jizzing into his, his pants. Belt. Yeah, he's doing the <laughs> pant loop tuck. <laughs> um, oh my god. But yeah, so we we get all the guys going, no, nothing really that exciting happens, but what what you got the first impression rose, not the, Connor. The rose goes to I wrote it down. Oh, it went to our other fave, Andrew. No, right? no that's later. No, oh. it went to No, it went to Thomas. <gasps> it did go to Thomas. Because Thomas I I wrote down I thought he was so phony and I didn't understand why she gave it to him. <gasps> And once again, this game has no rules because this wasn't based off of the game. It wasn't based off the game. It was based off the cocktail party that she gave the rose to. Is this the date where she sends someone home? No, no, no. That's later. That's later. That's later. I have an outline here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let me, let me guide. Um, but once again, after this, 
when she gave the she gives the rose to Thomas and when she gave the win to Mike, I each time said justice for Connor. So I really think he deserves. Okay, better. my concern. I brought this up with my roommates last night. My concern is that Connor's going to get the same layout that Abigail got, where she's a front runner in the beginning, then Matt like literally forgotten. forgets about her. Yeah, that that I'm concerned that that's this is what's that, happening. That storyline was already dark, much darker than this because he gave her the first impression rose. Remember? Right. Yeah. So Even my he worry wanted to give it to Rachel. My worry is that she's going to be like, "Oh, he likes me, and I like him, so I'll just wait until like the end to do a one-on-one with." Right. So we get our one-on-one date. Greg has been chosen for the one-on-one, which this always Greg's annoys hot. me when the first impression gets the one-on-one date the next day, because I'm like, yeah, like, like spread out. the love. Like there are yeah. so many men here that are so cute. You know, you're going to okay, get to kiss Greg's, him again. I really like Greg. I like Greg too, but he has a very, <laughs> he has a very Anne Hathaway about him where he's like, I'm hot. Who? me i'm like no. you know you are cute you've never had anyone turn you down mm, he's hot i never trust a man that doesn't know that they're hot okay mike i just want to jump ahead to where you talk about this weird okay. date that you're mad at which is rude because i thought this date was amazing so it gets there but what the date at at first glance i'm like okay we're going fishing and then we get to the date and she's like no, we're, we're digging toilets. And they're like, okay, no. And then we get to the date and we're like, no, we're eating sandwiches over an unlit campfire. And like, no, we'll get to the date. It's like, there was no, like, there was no date. I just said the date is whack. About- <laughs> the conversation is amazing. I'm not saying that, okay, I'm not saying that. Did you see the- how fucking excited this man was when he found out what they were doing? What were they doing? They didn't, they barely fished. They didn't do any outdoorsy they were things. Talking, she was saying that she was excited to bring him on like a camping date. I know, but name one camping thing they did. That's what I'm saying. There, there was no activity. Tent. Fishing. It, but Digging a hole in the ground. It's just like, <laughs> and I'm sorry. The kissing on a toilet made me think of I had kissing on a toilet. <laughs> kissing on a toilet. toilet. <laughs> Sitting on a toilet. Oh my god, what a moment. I just the 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 irony of Greg's dead father and Katie's dead father both being obsessed with fishing and then going on a fishing date. I'm like it just it it reads producers setting it up, you know what I mean? See, I think that which they, once again, I think their conversation, okay. their connections no, 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 real. No. I love the conversation and the honest conversation about trauma with like dead family members because grief is something that a lot of people are not meant are not told that they can speak on all the time and i think it's mm-hmm. super important that everyone is very get gets space to speak on things like that because when katie said like when she said you know we're when you lose someone so close to you you don't ever feel better like mm-hmm. you just learn how to not think about it and suppress it and like like i just that that was really like that w- I was so relatable to me and I'm sure mm-hmm. you too kicks, but um, I just, when, when, when they do things like this with the producers, it's like, it's like, of course they did this. Like, okay. So I'm going to give the producers a little bit here. 
because I think what happened, obviously they brought Greg on because in his auditions and tape, whatever, they were like, holy shit, you have so much in common with Katie, not just about her the family trauma and death experiences, but like, I do think that they have a good connection. Right. And so I think that when Katie was talking to them about who to pick for this first one-on-one they were like oh well we have this date that's planned for this season of fishing and blah 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 and greg really likes to fish and i think you guys should you definitely should take him on this date i don't think they like teed up anything but they knew why he liked to fish there's no way they do so that's what i mean i'm not saying i'm saying i don't think they teed up like conversations i think that like they gave Katie the go ahead and was like, Greg, you got to pick Greg for this date because he's going to be happy. We think you guys have a I, good bond. I think you're misunderstanding me. I'm not mad that they, they, this was their way to have that conversation. I'm just saying it just read like it planned. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. That's what I mean, I'm saying. It, was, it was not an accident. I think you're misunderstanding that I, I, the date was whack. Okay. They didn't do anything. I'm still standing by that, but it curated great conversations, which is great. Yes. Which Greg. makes the day better. But you also obviously liked it, and that's okay. Yeah, I did like it. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't. This is, I, I don't care for it. Okay. Um, I would like to do one of those things. Which is what? I would like, I'm saying I would like to do one <laughs> activity. I wouldn't like to not do 10 activities. I know, and I asked you what your one activity was. No, I'm saying you're not understanding me. I'm saying I would like to do one of the 10 activities on the date. But I would not like to not do 10 of them. Like, they were, like, walking around a campfire set, like, not doing anything. Right. So which activity out of those 10 would any you of want them. to? I'd do any of them. But I'd love to at least do one of them, not none of them, is my point. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yes. They didn't complete a task. <laughs> there, there was no event. Like, dates should have events. <laughs> okay, noted for I'll let your boyfriend know. <laughs> yeah please please do um <laughs> no. so something i do love about how close they film everything now because of covid restrictions is that when they can see the fireworks like the other men see the fireworks it just makes me laugh because they're like so oh fuck time. fireworks bro it's like, it really it really makes me laugh um so then our second group date this day was this day was iconic to me. I love a good wrestle moment. I fucking hate when they do these kinds of things. I think it's fun. Let's see it. We're, we're here it's to watch the hot, hot men. What? It's not hot to me. And that's where that's where we disagree. <laughs> I mean, there's also <laughs> things that are pretty obvious of why. <laughs> like, you're just into different things than I am. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I think that that that's pretty clear, (laughs) (laughs) but they do mud wrestling essentially and cowboy outfits, which the girls are, I just love Caitlin and Tasha here because they're just having a blast. They're like, because I feel like they can really be themselves because my big critique of Tasha last season was because they set her up for failure by throwing her in, in the middle of it. Like she didn't really get an opportunity to be like, her fun, calm, relaxed, like, like funny Tasha we saw on Bachelor in Paradise, you know? Because she was, like, yeah. so... 
I feel like she was so on edge because of the responsibility she had, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love her in this environment because she just she is like the girl that I loved on Bachelor in Paradise, you know? Right, yeah. But they're having fun. And um, I also, there's no way a, there's not gay writers on the show anymore because like this, this. This is the gayest episode right. of bachelor i'm like there's a gay out. man who wrote this whole <laughs> challenge so yeah. um so the so they go like one-on-one once again and there's not really a competition i don't i why can't we tear it you okay, know so what they won is like literally 10 minutes with one-on-one time with katie <laughs> which ends up just being gossip sesh later okay so what so yes, so the, apparently there's drama between two guys that know Aaron each other. Aaron and Cody. Aaron and Cody. Aaron wins the um, wrestle match, and of course the producers put them together to go against each other. And Katie's like, I can tell that there's something going on. They edit. Also, they were. <laughs> if they had taken out the music and you saw the raw footage of them wrestling, I don't think anyone would have been like. They're going extra hard in. If you like watch what they were doing, it wasn't that crazy. No, I think that like Katie was alarmed at like the energy. Yeah, the pre I did think the pre wrestle energy was weird. How they like wouldn't look yeah, at they, each like, other. Like took off their shirts and like, Yeah, I agree that was weird. But they they edit the wrestle with like the sound effects to make it sound like they're destroying each other. Like, I'm, like literally slapped. They're like, not I can't, they doing can't. anything that crazy. No. Granted, I would not be caught dead in that pit, but <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd be like, ah! no. My boyfriend I makes can't. fun of me because anytime, like, like, <laughs> just so many times, my my response is a scream, like ah! Yeah. Ah! that exact scream, like that scream, which is what I do. Okay, so Aaron alleged that Cody is here for the wrong reasons, which there's always every every season there's that storyline. And Katie was the rat last season who ratted out the wrong reasons people, which and that so never think, works well for people. No, and uh, so I think that's why Aaron is her trusted confidant. And similar to Flavor of Love, we there is something that happens in Flavor of Love that's a similar situation. He keeps a contestant to literally just get shit on the people in the house. <laughs> Welcome to reality, te- reality television. I mean, that's what we're here to do. No, but like literally Red Oyster was there to be his eyes and ears. And he told Not her that. Red Oyster. No one here knows who that is because <laughs> most people aren't subscribed <laughs> to the Patreon. I'm probably, hopefully most people have seen Flavor of Love. But yes. anyways, so I'm kind of thinking that Aaron's lying because he's... Cody... Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with you. Cody looks like, he, what? Here's what happened. Okay, Cody's dream has to be, has been to go on The Bachelor. Not yeah. because he wants to be famous, because he wants to be on The Bachelor. It's fun. And then I hate, and I hate when people ask that question of, "Have you thought about being The Bachelor?" <laughs> of course they have. Of course I have. When you apply to the show, you think about the opportunities you're going to get. We would be idiots not to You'd think about that if we were applying you know Catherine now Catherine Lowe from Sean Lowe's season literally said to Sean I w- signed up for The Bachelor because I was excited to travel and have a new experience I don't know why that's a big deal like I don't get it like I mean granted, traveling but like it's like 
who cares? Like if you got that op- like opportunity to go on the show and things worked out in your favor and you actually genuinely liked the person that you're competing for. Yeah. Like then more power to you. If you just go on to like, see how, I don't know. I, yeah. I hate when people ask that, but regardless, I think Aaron's full of shit. He's an asshole. He's the popular guy in high school. He's the bully. He's all those things. And he's he not going to go yeah. more than two weeks. Like he, he's going to be out soon. He has got bad energy. And when they had their moment together, when they were like, why you, we didn't have to say that we knew each other before we got in here. It's like the, the whole thing just felt why? so. It's like, I why know. not just tell it? Who cares? You're not on Big Brother. Like, who the fuck cares? I I can't. So, Cody goes home, long story short. And Aaron stays, and it's just kind of During the group date. During the the cocktail party after the the game that didn't matter. Um, Although, what I I, I wrote down, I did actually like that she sent him home, like, now. Because in other seasons, they would have kept someone like that around later and just drawn out the drama. I like that the drama's done, because I I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, it's not really done, but... I was like, oh my God, are they doing a two-on-one like next episode? Right. But she was like, nah, bye, which was fine. Yeah. Um. So there's a whole nother cocktail party. One takeaway I had from that cocktail party that I thought was, was so cringe was that guy Hunter who wrote like the note on the track on like the paper trash bag. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, sweetie, there's better paper. Go ask a producer for their notebook. We got a hundred. Like, yeah, he's, why are we writing it. it on trash? Nah, I don't know. And then Andrew uh, gets the rose because he kind of swept in after the drama and like confessed his like just like he- not confessed his love, but just like got time with her. And, and I actually find I kind of find Andrew kind of phony. Okay, th- I'm concerned that he's a little too good to be true. The accent work on episode one was a red flag for me. Because <laughs> that accent, people who do accents are scammers. Okay. Or actors Speaking who want. Speaking of that, Hannah Brown, not Bachelor, Hannah a. Brown? who does accents, is coming on the pod. <laughs> Famed scammer, Hannah Brown. No, but Hannah is a is a comedian and an actress. Like, okay. like Andrew Thank is a football player who like schmoozes girls in Vienna with accent work. I'm like, that is not cute. Honestly. I would have fallen for it. But someone who puts on an accent for a date or to pick up a girl at a bar and then drops the accent like after he has sex with her, that's scary. (laughs) That's fucking scary. (laughs) But he gives me that energy. (laughs) (laughs) He just has something in his eyes. I'm like, I don't know about you. I think he's too good to be true, but I hope he's good. I did LOL when he was fighting that guy, Kyle, who kind of got some funny moments with this guy, Kyle. He's like seemingly buff, but he's like, this like weird intellectual. Oh, Kai, like fighting in the mud pit. They were fighting. And then he just, he literally just barely touched him. And Kyle like flew down on the ground. He's one of Kyle's one of those guys. who's like born with an eight pack, but like he's doesn't skinny, actually have anything. He's skinny buff. Right. So he's like skinny and therefore you can see his muscles. Right. So Katie thinks we're all good. You know, we're good with the drama. The drama's over, but then we get to the final, final cocktail party pre the rose ceremony. First of all, Katie looks Unbelievable in this green gown. I love it. Green is her color. Never wear another color. Stylists are doing her so well. Yeah. And you know what? Oh, I have to say, I'm liking her a lot more than I thought I would. Thank God. Because I I was not ready for this scene. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was so excited. Me and like a couple other people are the only freaking people that actually like her and see why I have good instincts. Because she's the most sex positive queen in all the land. Yas queen. <laughs> <laughs> so the episode wraps with this huge drums with creepy Carl with a K. Oh, Gaslight creepy Carl. Who goes to God. Katie after she's had this traumatic moment earlier that day to talk about how like the wrong reasons whole chat. They really, she was really affected by that. And Carl comes and he's like, just so you know, I'm happy that, you know, he, Cody's gone, but there are more people that aren't here for the right reasons. Such I'm like, you are asshole. such a little bitch for because being a motivational that's never, speaker. That's never going to leave her head. Never. He, and guess even what? Even a week from now, even probably two years from now, she's going to be like, that's not going to leave her head. That's going to leave her so insecure. And no matter how much you swish swish trust the process or are empowered as a person like someone getting in your head like that in this scenario is gonna fuck with you completely agree completely i I found it so dirty well i think motivational speakers are scammers as well (laughs) (laughs) I, i i was genuine i'm still upset by it because it's like i think trey or i think trey was the one who's like you literally just ruined everything for everyone here. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Trey, Trey, Trey Songs is king. <laughs> it was just really fucking rude. I can't like. Ugh. I no, I agree. Like little BB Connor was like freaking out. He was like, "My game has ruined." <laughs> Which is a fair. I think that he I know. Has, like, real, I agree. I would be connection. so pissed if I had a connection with I my would girl Katie. Punch. I, what I would say, I'd be like, bitch, it's kidding. you. <laughs> like, Carl, you're the one not here for the right I reasons, would say, Katie, Diva. Come in because I just want to address this <laughs> little fucking asshole. <laughs> it's the one who is here for the swish wish wrong reason. Swish wish, get him the fuck out. Well, and we get a preview for next week that I think they're going to try and pin this all on Thomas because he wants to be the bachelor. But once again, I don't think, I don't love Thomas, Ooh, but I also Peter. do not think that. Um, I do not think that it's a big deal that he wants to be the bachelor. It's not a big deal. It's we just talked about this. So like, I can't an idiot. If you don't think about the future like that, like a financial planner would tell you, go into it trying to be a bachelor. <laughs> Absolutely. Christina would shout out like, to our family, our family <laughs> slash not me's financial plan. <laughs> she would call me up and be like, honey, this is a horrible idea to quit your job to go on a TV show. But if you're going to do anything, sell it <laughs> and try to stick around. Yeah. All, you got to go. You got to have money on your mind all the time. You know, as that's why we're doing was... this super lucrative podcast. Oh, God. Oh, so lucrative. <laughs> but uh, next week we get Nick Vial, which is exciting. I hate, love him. Love to, I, yeah. I don't really like him, but I get excited to see him. Um. So, yeah. But this brings us to the end of our, our recap this week. This was a fun, just this the two of us. literally so much fun. We needed to do this because I had a not good day. And I would have, I think it, this actually would have been better because this was better because we got to not be on for a guest, you know? Yeah. I'm sitting on my bed in Jurassic Park t-shirt, hunched over. I have a literal dinosaur sitting on my couch right now. 
Um, well, uh, Kix, do you want to plug anything? Oh my God. Thank you so much for asking. I really do want to plug the fact that, um, I have to move in September again. <laughs> and if you want to really, support um, us yeah. financially, please visit our Patreon and rate or you subscribe <laughs> there. <laughs> what I was going to say, you can get a really immersive podcast listening experience and just move in with Kix. <laughs> <laughs> And be a part of Dumpster Dive Pod. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, but do support the Patreon. And don't move in with Kix because she wants to live alone. Um, but, yes, you can follow. And you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet on Instagram. You can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet. That's spelled C-I-X. Yep. And then podcast is Dumpster Dive Pod. And uh, we are continuing to get some new followers on the gram. So if you're new here to the podcast, welcome. I hope this was a great uh, entry for you uh, to get to know both Kix and I. And I also want to say we love to hear from y'all. So if you guys want to DM us with questions or comments mm-hmm. or suggestions for guests we should have on or people you want to see, please do that. Again, we just love to communicate with y'all and um, really excited where we're going with this pod. Yeah. Agree. Uh, have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>